0: This is the Partnership Podcast, where we bring you all things business from the Vale Valley, including business news, current issues, advocacy alerts, community conversations, and more. Presented by Vale Valley Partnership.
1: Hi, this is Chris Romer, President and CEO of Vale Valley Partnership, and I'm honored to be joined today by Dylan, with, by Dylan Roberts, who's running for House District 26 in the Colorado House, which represents Eagle County and Route County. Um, we're going to hear from Dylan in a minute, uh, but just want to take the opportunity to thank all the candidates who spend a little bit of time with us to share their views um, with our audience and um, listeners to the podcast. So that said, um, Dylan, could you please introduce yourself um, and share a little bit about your background?
0: Yeah, thanks, Chris. Uh, it's great to be here and talking to everybody uh, this morning. Um, my name is Dylan Roberts. I am the state representative for House District 26, which, as Chris mentioned, is all of Eagle County and all of Route County. Um, I've been the state rep for about two and a half years now, and I'm running for another two-year term in the election this fall. Um, I grew up in Route County, up in Steamboat Springs, and that's where my family still lives, uh, but I live down here in Eagle County now. I live in Avon, um, and what brought me to Eagle County is I uh, started as a deputy district attorney at the Eagle. County DA's office and was lucky enough uh, to find that position after law school and uh, I love the Colorado mountains I knew I wanted to get back here as soon as possible and so I've been fortunate uh, to have been living in Eagle County uh, for several years now uh, and been serving the two communities that uh, I've called home my almost my entire life, uh, Route County and now Eagle County. Um, as the state representative, so uh, that's a little bit about me, and uh, it's been an honor to serve those two communities uh, for the last two and a half years, and um, and would be privileged and honored to keep doing that for two more years.
1: Well, thanks, Dylan, and um, I have a lot of respect for for anyone who puts themselves out there to run for run for elected office. It's it's a big job. It's an important job. Um, and tell us so briefly. Tell us why you're interested in um, running for a second term in the um, Colorado
0: House. So uh, I would love to return to the Capitol in Denver to keep working for Eagle County in route county because we've made some significant progress over the last two years on some of uh, the biggest issues facing colorado we have taken some uh, excellent steps towards lowering healthcare care costs um, towards protecting our environment and trying to make colorado a better and more affordable place to live to start a business and to raise a family um, i think our jobs as legislators uh, in the next two years, we'll be con- to continue to work on those priorities, but also we are going to be serving in a very unique time where we are trying to recover from the coronavirus and the economic fallout that is crippling um, our state and our country because of that pandemic. So. Um, We had to work on that issue a little bit uh, during the end of our session this past year, uh, and I know we'll be in the full throes of responding to the COVID uh, crisis and the economic fallout when we return to the Capitol in January. Um, So I want to build on the progress that I've been able to work on and that we're going to talk about a little bit today, uh, but also know that um, our job is going to change a little bit um, because we're in such unique times. Uh, And so I would love to be um, the voice for Eagle County and Route County in the State House, as we do that um, and continue the work and the relationships that I've made over the last two years both here in our community as well as down in Denver um, to get progress and get uh, significant results for our community.
1: Yeah thanks Dylan and let's let's expand and let's continue that conversation a little bit. Um, you touched on a number of different things um, and the Vail Valley Partnership Board of Governors has addressed a number of and, and shared with all of our elected officials and candidates um, our legislative priorities, which which include healthcare, transportation, workforce, housing, workforce development, um, transportation and transit, and certainly uh, COVID recovery, economic recovery from the, the COVID situation, which you alluded to in your earlier comment. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pigeonhole you on one there. What is what do you think is the most pressing? Um, issue facing Colorado. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add the next question here as well and ask you to expand on how will you go about addressing that issue?
0: Yeah. So what I hear about the most from uh, my constituents here in Eagle County and up in Rapp County is uh, the cost of health care. And I think you know, you can we can talk about the cost of healthcare. It plays into the cost of living in general, but I think healthcare is the biggest cost driver in that. Uh, that's been my priority since I became a state representative. It will continue to be my priority. Um, we're really proud of some of the work that we've done at the Capitol to lower health insurance costs through programs like reinsurance and uh, through bills that have. Um, Lessened the the burden and the rules regarding uh, creating healthcare co-ops, and we're seeing success in in those models uh, pop up across the state, including here in Eagle County through through your efforts. Uh, so I want to continue on that. I also want to focus on trying to get more competition and more choices into the market, um, whether it's through co-ops or whether it's through a public option. Um, you know, I think we will have to go back to the drawing board, if you will, a little bit given the new budget situation that we have after. Um, The coronavirus uh, hit our state and our country and and the world. Um, But you know, lowering the cost of healthcare is gonna continue to be a priority because I think that is one of the prohibitive factors for people living here in our communities. Uh, They wanna live here, they wanna start a business, they wanna have a family, but when you add the cost of health insurance into everything else, uh, it becomes um, prohibitive for a lot of people and and we lose people in our community. Plus, we're in in a global pandemic. Uh, If you don't have health insurance and you don't have the ability to go get care, whether it's from coronavirus or anything else, um, that just adds to um, your mental health burden, your financial burden, and that just don't think this is the time where we should be um, kicking anybody off of health insurance. We should be doing the exact opposite and trying to find more affordable ways to get people and families insured.
1: Yeah, thank you. And it's a, it's a hugely important issue. Um, as you know, and as you alluded to, it's one of our biggest priorities, working closely with Vail Health and the insurance industry and our elected officials. Um, so, thank you for your efforts there. Um, And it's a it's a big issue for people all around Eagle County, and it does play into many of the other things that you had said. We'll probably bring you back onto this podcast and onto this effort to at the beginning of the legislative session um, to talk about what some of those things might look like or what some of those bills could be. So put that in the back of your head. And with that, one more question for you here. Um, I want to hear from you from a business standpoint. You talked about the state budget and you talked about um, the pressures that are going to exist, but how are you going to work to help build a business-friendly environment in Colorado so our businesses can thrive and our businesses can survive through the COVID recovery period?
0: So this is an excellent question and if I, if I didn't say healthcare was my top priority this would be um, at the very top of the list as well um, and it's especially uh, important in given the current environment that we're in. So I've really enjoyed working with you Chris and, and local chambers of commerce across my district uh, in the past year or so to focus on um, business issues and promoting small business Probably the bill that I'm most proud of that I got passed this past legislative session was an expansion and continuation of the Rural Jumpstart program, which is a tax credit program that incentivizes people to open business and hire employees in rural Colorado. Um, so we're going to continue with efforts like that. We're going to take a holistic look at tax credits and incentives. Um, I think there's still more that we can do to encourage people to open businesses in our rural and smaller communities here in the mountains. Um, and so those are things I want to focus on. I've also worked with local business owners um, when it comes to childcare. We passed another bill this past legislative session that I'm hoping will um, allow more home childcare businesses to open up, which is uh, great for two reasons: we get more small business uh, to open up, more employees hired, but we also open up more childcare spots, which is a huge issue in our communities. Um, as we move forward, you know, I will continue to be uh, asking for advice and input from people like yourself and business owners across the district to see um, what you need in this new world, uh, in this new environment. Whether we've taken a hard look. Uh, even after the coronavirus hit our state at business regulations and some of the unnecessary rules, if you will, you know, I passed a bill also to allow restaurants to continue the to-go sale of alcohol, um, which has been a huge revenue booster for a lot of restaurants and Um, you know, for some reason, there was a rule that they couldn't do that. Uh, And so we're going to look to extend that even further than what we did. So that's just a small example of some of the rules and regulations that I think need a fresh look uh, now that we're in this new uh, era of uh, coronavirus and the the recession. Um, And then you know, we have a really tough um, budget situation in the in the state now. Um, and so the state isn't really gonna be in the position of adding programs um, or funding new things. We're gonna have to protect what we have as far as education, healthcare, and transportation. But we also need, we'll have to lean on the private sector uh, more and help them create jobs and help them with this recovery um, because the state is in a pretty dire situation financially. And so I think, um, I'm hoping that we'll have a new renewed partnership with small business uh, when we start the legislative session next year.
1: Yeah, and that's very important, obviously. And we um, will continue to be in touch on on any number of issues that, that you touched on and others. Um, Dylan, what we, we you, you talked about? We talked about a business-friendly environment. We talked about um, some of the things you've done there, and obviously, you shared the priority items around healthcare and COVID recovery in a general standpoint. But what are some of your other top priority issues that you'd like to share?
0: So, I think uh, another gigantic issue for our communities is transportation and infrastructure. Um, we I continue to support finding a new revenue source for transportation. I think we desperately need that in Colorado. It's gone to the ballot a few times over the last uh, several years, and unfortunately has not passed, uh, despite some really great collaborative and bipartisan efforts to get that done. Um, But I don't think that should mean that we forget that uh, conversation. Um, You know, I-70 runs right through Eagle County. We cannot survive economically without it. Um, Our rural roads and highways desperately need uh, updates and new infrastructure. And so that's gonna continue to be something that I advocate for as a more rural representative down at the Capitol. Um, And as we have population growth, I think of the population growth in Colorado is gonna continue and that's gonna put a strain on our transportation infrastructure statewide. Um, Also, when we talk about infrastructure, I also always talk about water. I think water is going to be one of the main um, topics of uh, Colorado's political and economic debate over the next couple decades, because as we have a warming climate and we have more people coming into Colorado, our water demands are gonna be stretched to the limit. And so we need to be taking a very smart approach right now as to how we're gonna conserve and protect our water resources going into the future. Uh, And so that's a priority for me. And then water leads into general environmental protection. You know, we saw the fires followed by a snowstorm just a few days ago, you know, climate change is happening. It's real. Um, We need to grapple with it in a smart way, and I think we can do that in a way that protects our environment, which is a huge economic uh, benefit to our communities, obviously, but also can um, lead us into a new economic recovery with with a lot of new jobs um, right here in the mountains of Colorado and across our state. So uh, those are some of the other things that I uh, look forward to working on when uh, we reconvene at the Capitol.
1: It's excellent. And Dylan, I know you've heard me say this before, and we've shared with our elected officials at a local and state level, you know, we really believe in the, in the balance of sustainability between environmental sustainability, economic sustainability, and social sustainability. And I think that's a little bit about what you, you touched on. So we appreciate you having that holistic approach. And that's not to minimize any of those three components between environmental, social, and economic, but rather to raise all of them in a, in a bigger picture of sustainability. So we appreciate that viewpoint from you. Um, we talked earlier about our legislative priority items at a state level. Um, you've touched on many of those things um, and you alluded to healthcare being your, your most pressing. So our last question really is which of the priority items um, that our board has, has designated um, do you align most with? And I think you've answered that question when you said healthcare. So we, we healthcare, transportation, you alluded to that, um, housing, which is at many levels is more of a local issue than a state issue, workforce development, COVID recovery. We've talked about all of that, yeah. um, but want to give you the opportunity, if there's anything else that you wanted to share, um, to give you the opportunity to share any other priority items or, or things that you have for, for listeners before we um, close it out here.
0: Well, you know, I think you all have pinpointed uh, some excellent legislative priorities, and I, I can't imagine that your list varies uh, a lot from. Uh, the list of of many of my colleagues at the state capitol. So that's a good thing. I think we all are becoming very clear and concise on what the goals need to be in this uh, in the coming years. Um, you know, I'm going to continue to uh, work on the healthcare issue and the cost of living in general, um, because you know, as we talked about, we want people to come and live in our communities, we want them to start businesses, but if we don't address the underlying factors with of affordable housing and affordable healthcare, um, it's going to be hard to attract more people. Uh, to come here and and stay here and start a business. Um, But, you know, the coronavirus has definitely brought a new... uh, reality for uh, the state lev- the state legislature. Um, you know, I'm going to be a tireless advocate for protecting school funding, uh, healthcare funding, so that we can get through this time of crisis and then hopefully build back uh, even stronger than we were before. Um, and that involves um, advocating against budget cuts to some of our most important resources here in rural Colorado. Uh, you know, that's a tough task because there are more metro legislators than there are rural legislators, but um, everybody loves to come up and, and enjoy our communities. And I think we deserve to have uh, proper funding for the people who do live here and, and make a living here. Um, you know, and like I mentioned, we need to do whatever we can to create a better small business environment in Colorado. And I'll continue to work on those bills like the World Jumpstart Program and looking at how we can redirect tax credits from benefiting some of the larger corporations and, and help benefit smaller businesses and um, you know, people who are, are trying to, to make it work out in rural Colorado. So those will continue to be my priorities, um, and I look forward to continuing working with the Vale Valley Partnership uh, and community members. A lot of the bill ideas that I get and a lot of the way that I decide to vote on issues come directly from feedback from constituents. So I'll continue my tradition of having a lot of town halls and, and always answering the phone when people have ideas and, and take your voice down to the Capitol.
1: Dylan Roberts, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Um, thank you for your service. Um, for those who aren't aware, uh, Dylan is running unopposed for the House seat. Um, so we wish you the very best in the election. <laughs> and um, thanks for thanks for having an open line for Eagle County constituents and um, keeping all those priority issues on the front burner as you're down at the Capitol. We really appreciate you taking the time
0: today. Absolutely. It was great to be here and uh, we'll talk soon.
1: Okay. Thanks so much.
0: Yeah. Be sure to subscribe to the Partnership Podcast on whatever platform you're listening right now and find more resources at valevalleypartnership.com.